A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode, where today I'm joined by a lady, a returning guest, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. Lynn, a very warm welcome to you. Well, thank you very much, Paul. I uh, really enjoy being on your show, and it's it's great to be back. What we thought we'd talk about, listeners, is something... There's a lot of terminology out there, isn't there, about life partners, soulmates, twin flames... So Lynn and I thought we'd have a little bit of a mini deep dive into demystifying, I was going to say demystifying then, (laughs) demystifying that term um, around twin flames. Lynn, where do we even start with this? This whole, this, I call it the trilogy of soulmate, um, life partner, twin flame. What does it all mean? Uh, well, my understanding and um, experience and research around it all is that, um, first of all, just to explain to listeners, we all have masculine and feminine energy. It's just that uh, usually your more dominant core energy um, is the energy that you resonate with. And it's not necessarily gender specific, but for most people it is. So usually if you're um, a, a strong core feminine energy, then you're usually a woman. And if you're a strong, strong core masculine energy, then you're usually a man. But as I say, it's not gender specific. Um, it's just around the energies. And it's the energies and the polarization of energies which create attraction. So just to get that point across before we get started, um, in the, the difference between, um, I suppose, ordinary relationships and soulmate relationships and twin flames is that soulmates, I think most people have heard of and can relate to probably having a few soulmate relationships that not necessarily uh, are always romantic relationships. But if they are romantic relationships, then, you know, they have found that strong connection and felt like a strong attraction within that relationship. But the twin flame relationship takes that one step further. And from what I've been able to discover and find out about twin flame relationships, it's based on the concept that the twin flames are one soul that's been divided into two, as you would have in uh, human births, let's say, where you have twins. You, you know, if you've got identical twins, usually it's around one um, egg splitting into two. And it's the same sort of concept around the twin flame energies in that one soul splits into two and that one adopts the more natural core masculine energy and one adopts the more natural core feminine energy. Mm. I want to hold that thought for a moment. That's fascinating. Um, I want to bring in a a concept or a saying that I've certainly heard it quite a few times. People get together for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Does any of that relate or is parallel to what we're talking about here or is that separate thing altogether yeah I think there are some similarities and parallels I do feel that um, the the twin flame um, relationship differs in that it's around 
the concept of it being a higher calling. In other words, it's not um, a relationship for relationships sake to, to learn lessons as all relationships are, but specifically, you know, it's, it's a soul calling and it, you're here for, you know, to have a divine purpose as a couple. And that, that, that's what makes it different is that, you know, you're, you're brought together as a, basically a power couple that are operating at, you know, really the highest levels of vibration. And uh, to be an example for others to not only follow, but to aspire to be. And, you know, as part of that twin flame relationship, you are also then obviously in a position of influence because you have to be operating at your best version of yourselves to inspire and heal and help others to become their best versions of themselves as well. Hmm. So do you think we have a say in that as from a human perspective that actually, uh, if I can use you as an example, I don't want to be your twin flame, Lynn, because I don't like women with dark hair or, you know, blonde hair or whatever it is. I, I don't actually, I don't know. I don't feel as if I like you. Do we have the same now or is the greater powers at play here to say, actually, you two come here because I need you to be together for the betterment of uh, all beings? I think free will does play a part in it. You know, if you don't want to start, you know, if you did decide not to sign up for it, for example, I do think you have got that free will not to fulfill that soul contract that mm. uh, we refer to it as being. And um, within the context of twin flames, um, that, you know, the twin flames are referred to as the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And they've got those um, titles, for want of a better description, because they, you know, have recognised that they've signed up for something bigger than themselves. So, yes, there is some free will involved, but there also, I think, is there a, a, a very strong soul calling and divine plan for it all as well. And that's what you've just identified there, isn't it? It's, you know, is it being too simplistic to say that awareness, you know, of why we're here rather than that kind of more hedonistic human pleasurable you know i like him i like her i love him i like i love her and all that kind of thinking and feeling but it's that actually that much deeper i'm on a you know i'm on a certain part of my path my journey and i understand that my raison d'etre my reason for being here is far bigger than than me on a human level is that is that kind of a fair summary yeah, it, it is not just about that, you know, the twin flame relationship is part of a bigger journey, basically, you know, part of that journey is is coming into union with yourself, first and foremost, and operating at, you know, at a certain vibe, vibrational level where, um, you know, you are fine with and feel complete and happy and at peace with being on your own, regardless of whether you're in a, re a relationship or not. And then, you know, having that union thereafter, whereby you're both in that energy to then, you know, deliver something or contribute something or heal something within the world or the human race that's bigger than yourself. Mm. So is there is there a kind of stepping stone? And I'm playing a bit of, um, I've got my tongue in my cheek here, listeners, when I ask Lynn this question, but is there a kind of almost stepping stone to say, hmm, okay, we're life partners first, and then we're soulmates, 
And then we're going to the next level, which is twin flames. Or am I am I being over creative there? Yeah, I feel you are being over creative because quite often, you know, sometimes uh, twin flames can meet each other and then actually go off to have other relationships where they need to learn life lessons before they then come back into union months or even years later to, um, you know, uh, be ready for each other. Mm, interesting. So can a life partner, I know, you know, there's, there's something I put together by a caption that, you know, looks at the five level, uh, sorry, the five differences between soulmate and life partner. But what I'm hearing you say, and you gave me, when we spoke off air about a week ago, you gave me a really profound definition of what your understanding of a, a twin flame was. I, I don't know if you can remember that, uh, but if you remember when we spoke, it really moved me. And I don't want to tease you with the word. In well, can you remember what that definition was? Um, I think it's around uh, being in union to create something, you know, phenomenal. Um, mm. Just as when you're in uh, an ordinary relationship or a soulmate relationship, you know, you in a romantic sense, you can give birth to human babies and, and uh, you know, that is about creating something. But, you know, the twin flame relationship need not necessarily happen when you're a, you might be past childbearing years for, and uh, you know in that instance it's about those energies coming together to create something bigger as I say than yourselves that's going to heal and help the human race and, and the world. Mm. And we often hear this term don't we surrender to the universe so that's a bit you know what's your thoughts around those four simple words surrender to the universe i just feel that, that you just need to get to a point where you know if you started that personal development personal growth journey there comes a point where you just let go of everything and trust in that divine higher power calling and just listening to that little intuitive voice you know and uh, rather than um you know i think in 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 most people's journey you you have a starting point where you're actually setting your own goals and working towards achieving them. You know, once you get to a higher vibrational energy level, you're not doing that. You're just trusting that you're being divinely guided by some higher power, either within you or, or you know, what I feel it's also within you, but also externally, you know, within the universe, that source power mm. uh, and trusting that whatever happens, you know, and have you have the faith to know that you're you're always on path, regardless of what challenges you might face. It's always going to be for your highest good. Yeah, and you know, I tell you, listeners, from a personal experience, um, and I say this yet again, we're a bit of tongue in cheek. That can be quite a scary place. That letting go, can't it? Because isn't it true that from our conditioning, from an early age, you know, we're taught by our parents, our environment, you know, elders, teachers, doctors, you know, adults, people that inverted commas know best for us. And that's down, that takes us down, a, you know, I wouldn't say a lifetime, but certainly many years of a certain way of thinking and being and doing. And what we're talking about here really kind of swims against the tide on that conventional thinking doesn't it and it can be a scary place can't it when you kind of you know to use those three immortal words let it go 
Okay, well, they're three simple words, but hang on, I want to control, you know, to go into Robin's territory of the six human needs. I want that certainty in my world. Now you're telling me to let it go. Yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 it isn't an overnight, you know, journey. It takes, it takes uh, you know, um, a while to actually reach the stage where you feel that you're able to do that. And along that journey, there is those um, ego fears that raise their heads. And there is those worries and those doubts uh, where you question it and you think to yourself, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, is, is this all in my head? <laughs> Am I just making this up? <laughs> you know, because you're having to have faith in something you you can't actually see, uh, mm-hmm. but you just get evidence that it is what 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 you're meant to be doing. Because you know, at each stage of your evolution and awakening, you're getting confirmation that you're on the right path. Absolutely, yeah. What was kind of humorously um, going through my mind as Lynn was speaking there, listeners, about it doesn't happen overnight. There's a certain well-known uh, football manager that's that's been passed a few years now, Brian Clough, and he had a saying about that. You know that old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. And somebody said that to Cloughy once, and he said, yeah, the only reason was because I wasn't on that job. <laughs> but anyway, <Yeah. laughs> on, on that attempted <laughs> fail, <laughs> on that attempted failed uh, humour note, um, how can people find out more about, you know, the work that you do within relationships? OK, I think the best way is through my Facebook page, which is Lynn Life Coach on Facebook. And uh, just connect with me on uh, my personal profile. Superb. Thank you very much. So uh, penultimate word um, to, over to you then on that um, any kind of concluding thoughts around what we spoke around around this demystifying this this term of twin flames any final thoughts i feel that you actually know you know if if you're meant to be here for some higher purpose and you feel as though you already sort of um have a sense that you're being divinely guided or feel that you're intuitively being divinely guided then you probably are and (laughs) trust it (laughs) that leap of faith isn't it yeah. A leap of faith. Well, I'm going to leave it there, listeners. I think it's one of those topics that we could dive in and we could go on and on and on. But hopefully in this short uh, space of time, you've certainly found it interesting. I hope you found it interesting and informative. And if nothing else, it's made you at least mildly curious. And on that note, I draw things to a close. And by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?